essays twenty nine and thirty of the romance of the commonplace by gillette burgess this librivox recording is in the public domain essay twenty nine where is bohemia the name bohemian was first used to describe the gypsies of that nationality who appeared in france in the thirteenth century but to us the term has come to carry with it a wider significance than any dependent upon that little kingdom in the north of austria and only a few characteristic traits of those wandering vagabonds survive in those who bear whether in reproach or praise the appellation bohemian to take the world as one finds it the bad with the good making the best of the present moment to laugh at fortune alike whether she be generous or unkind to spend freely when one has money and to hope gaily when one has none to fleet the time carelessly living for love and art this is the temper and spirit of the modern bohemian in his outward and visible aspect it is a light and graceful philosophy but it is the gospel of the moment this exoteric phase of the bohemian religion and if in some noble natures it rises to a bold simplicity and naturalness it may also lend its butterfly precepts to some very pretty vices and lovable faults for in bohemia one may find almost every sin save that of hypocrisy yet if we were able without casuistry to divide misdeeds into two categories those subjective and objective in their direct effects separating those sins which hurt only the sinner from those which act upon his fellows the bohemian would perhaps be found to have fewer than most of this harsher crueler sort his faults are more commonly those of self-indulgence thoughtlessness vanity and procrastination and these usually go hand in hand with generosity love and charity for it is not enough to be oneself in bohemia one must allow others to be themselves as well so much for the common definition of this much-used name but no english word can stand for long in its primary meaning it must change insensibly growing from day to day till it embraces the spirit as well as the letter of the fact it expresses the word gentleman has thus grown with a secondary spiritual significance so has the word prayer by the interpretation of a more liberal far-reaching thought so with the name bohemian it has ranged beyond the vagrom in constant happy-go-lucky devil-may-care hand-to-mouth follower after pleasure and now under its banner may be found more serious enthusiasts who are not afraid to offend smug respectability and are in more or less open revolt against convention bigotry and prejudice it is their bond that they have forsworn allegiance to mrs grundy they dare be themselves without pretensions they make and keep their friends without compromise what then is it that makes this mythical empire of bohemia unique and what is the charm of its mental fairyland it is this there are no roads in all bohemia one must choose and find one's own path be one's own self live one's own life whether one makes for the larger freedom of the hills or loses oneself in the sacred stillness of the forest the way is open to endeavour wherever one wills yet though there is no beaten track there are still signs in the wilderness showing where master-minds have passed 
here is a broken jug beneath the bow snowed under with drifting rose petals where one frail-souled dreamer loitered on the way and with his beloved filled the cup that clears to-day of past regrets and future fears singing out his heart in lovely plaint and here along a higher trail a few blazings in the forest mark where another great bohemian in this life exempt from public haunt found tongues in trees books in the running brooks sermons in stones and good in everything within bohemia are many lesser states and these i have roughly charted on my travels so that though i may have left some precincts unexplored i know at least that these territories lying on my map are veritable provinces of this land of freedom and sincerity on the shore of the magic sea of dreams beyond whose horizon dances the adventurous main lies the pays de la jeunesse the country of youth and romance a joyous plaisance free from care or caution whose green wide fields lie bathed in glamorous sunshine to the eastward lie the pleasant groves of arcady the dreamland home of love and poetry here in this greek paradise of rustic simplicity and joyous innocence and hope has lived every poet who has ever sung the lyric note and here have visited for some brief space all who have dreamed all who have longed all who have loved here is the old joy of life made manifest and abundant here mother nature speaks most clearly to her children for the most however it is but a holiday country and they who discover it often pass never to return forgetting its glories and its mysteries as they forget that lost country of their youth counting it all illusion yet some few come back to the port of peace to lose the world again renewing the immemorial enchantment to the south over the long procession of the hills lies vagabondia home of the gypsy and wanderer who claims a wilder freedom beneath the stars outlawed or voluntary exile from all restraint this country is rocky and precipitate full of dangers a land of feverish unrest one other district lies hidden and remote locked in the central fastnesses of bohemia here is the forest of arden whose greenwood holds a noble fellowship bound in truth and human simplicity it is a little golden world apart and though it is the most secret it is the most accessible of refugees so that there are never too many there and never too few here is spoken a universal language nature's own speech the native dialect of the heart men come and go from this bright country but once having been free of the wood you are of the brotherhood and recognize your fellows by instinct and know them as they know you for what you are now as bohemia unfortunately is not an island it has its neighbors and its frontiers to the west lies philistia arid dry and flat the abode of shams dogmas and sluggish creeds here stands vanitas overlooking a great desert walled in by custom guarded by false pride 
it is but a step over the border however from bohemia the true to that false debatable ground whose affectations are more insincere even than the shams of the real philistia and the youngster questing the hero-haunted country of his youth chasing his phantoms may go wide of his reckoning misled by the mockery of life made by these disguised philistines in the city of shams hypocrites are content to assume the virtues they have not but here on the borders of bohemia their vices are all pretense as well on the further boundary of bohemia also hangs an unsavory neighbor here is a madder and more terrible domain the land of lust and cruelty lawless and loveless dwelling in endless war to this fierce country vagabondia lies perilously near and many a wanderer has crossed the frontier to find himself before he knew within that evil land where freedom has become license and tolerance grown into anarchy wide across all three empires stretch the hills of fame in philistia men must be born great there is no other distinction possible save that of riches or inherited power in bohemia men achieve greatness working onward and upward bringing their own great dreams to fulfilment while in licentia those only become great who have an infamous notoriety thrust upon them by their own high crimes we cannot all mount those heights from whose crest one may look over the sea of care past the isle of idleness to the adventurous main but there is joy enough on the lowland happy indeed is he who in his journey of life has escaped the perils of that false bohemia crouching on the frontier and has found his way to the happy forest met his own people and drunk of the fountain of immortal youth for there is the warm beating human heart of the true bohemia essay thirty the bachelor's advantage there are enough who think a young man married is a young man marred to cause the bachelor to hesitate before renouncing his liberties and to fight shy of entanglement as long as possible if he writes down the pros and cons like robinson crusoe he will find he has many advantages in his single state that must inevitably be forfeited when he weds it is not only that when i was single my pockets would jingle i would i were single again it is not so much either that his play-day will be over and he must settle down stop butterfly lovering to and fro and gather the roses as he goes and have no haunting white face sitting up for him at home to ask him why and how and where this license if he be a man of sentiment he willingly foregoes for the larger possibilities of satisfactory comradeship and sympathy he can pay double rent and taxes too without grumbling take manfully the shock of surprise when expenses jump with the new establishment he may be initiated in doctor's fees and submit debonairly to a thousand restrictions of time place and opportunity but more piquant than any of these trials is the discovery that he has lost his old-time place and privilege of welcome as a bachelor that come any time hospitality of his dearest friends he is saddled with a secondary consideration try as he may no young man can marry to please his whole acquaintance 
the world for the most part still looks with patronizing approval upon a girl's wedding so long as she chooses or is chosen by a man not hopelessly impossible she has embraced an opportunity and usually her mother cultivates a grateful fondness for the son-in-law if he has a scarcity of amiable traits she will even manufacture them for him and put them on the market with display not so the mother of the groom she analyzes the bride with incisive dissection and it is hardly possible that any woman shall be found quite worthy to mate with her son it takes a woman to read women she says and the little wife has to make a fight for each step of the road from condescension through complacence to compliment the young man's friends too are exigent and he soon finds that though the two have been made one in the sight of law and clergy society knows no such miraculous algebra you may squeeze in an extra chair at the dinner-table for a desirable and interesting young man but to include another lady and that his wife requires a tiresome rearrangement he does not come alone ordinarily nor would he if asked and so he drops out of his little world and must set about the creation of a new one he may have had latch-key privileges at a dozen houses free to come night or morning the recipient of many sudden invitations for theatre supper or country but that is all over it is his turn to do the inviting the table has been well turned when he sits down to meet is it to be wondered at then that the bachelor is selfish he escapes lightly the lesson of compromise his whole life is a training in egoism and he makes the most of his desirability getting usually far more than he gives he is free to experiment in acquaintance though it goes no farther than innocuous flirtation he may make friendships for himself and break them at will lightly dodging the tie there are hundreds in every city who need to go only where they wish skipping even duty calls sure of forgiveness he may know men and women he cares for and through the lack of experience in a lifelong intimacy he may preserve many illusions as to women if he has an income or a profession that demands no abode he can wander to and fro on the earth and walk up and down in it free as satan he travels the farthest who travels alone still uh, this cannot go on forever and his franchise wanes with the first pang of middle age nature asserts her imperious demand for permanent companionship the cons grow heavier and the pros more attractive he sees maid after maid of his younger fancy pass out of the game without regret but the first sight of the new generation strikes him to the heart he is uncled by more and more adopted nephews and nieces and the sight of their fresh eyes awakens the immemorial longing in him and then suddenly another pro comes upon the list an undeniable item of importance throwing its influence so heavily upon the side of marriage that no number of his foolish little cons can ever balance the account he is in love and there is but one definition for that state it is the immediate ravenous compelling desire for a wife there is nothing for it but to renounce allegiance to his old friends and become naturalized into a new citizenship 
but though all over town the doors to which he cried open sesame bang sullenly to shut him out he does not notice it if that one portal lets him in End of essay 30.